Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points, their bad points, and generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how is it going? Oh, Connor, I was left unattended for a period of a few minutes and I seem to yeah. have gargled some sand. Mm, yeah. Now, Sean, is, we have a sick boy this week. Now, I am assured it's nothing more serious than just a general sickness around the winter buds. It's just a bit of a sore throat. I went to bed with wet hair. It was not one of my best moves. No, oh, jeez. You catch pneumonia. A double pneumonia, Connor. <laughs> double pneumonia. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you you have a sore throat this week. And so we were thinking, it's very lucky that it's my hero or zero. And... Actually, I will let everyone in. Before we started this episode, we were checking our microphones, and I said, Sean was having a bit of trouble with his, and I said, Sean, I'll leave you to it, and I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll come back. And when I come back, I say, lovingly, as a friend, oh, did you get your mic sorted? And the response was a recording of him going, Connor's a bitch, Connor's a bitch. So that is where we are. And look, the microphone worked, folks. So, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so this week, Sean, as last week, you took a DC character. I did. And and for for V from V from for Vendetta, uh, this week I decided to pick a character that we have done her father previously on Hero Zero, but we've not covered her, and she is also oh. one of the biggest badasses in DC. Oh, who could this... Oh, I think I know... I this week, think I know. <laughs> this week I am doing Rose Wilson, otherwise known as Ravager, who's kind of connected to Slade Wilson in that he's her papa. I did not foresee this. This is not who I thought it was. <laughs> who 
did you think it was? I thought it was Talia Al Ghul. No, no, it's Rose Wilson. Uh, I'm doing this week. Um, so she, yeah, Ravager. She's the fourth Ravager. So there's oh. been several other ones, and um, she is Slade Wilson's daughter, who is just as much of a badass as he is. I would even say she's probably she could become more powerful. Oh, she has the potential to be better than Slade Wilson for anyone that didn't listen to the report Deathstroke one of the biggest yes. mercenaries in DC Comics possibly one of the most fearsome fighters it's probably him Lady Shiva and Batman if you're going to go to a fighting contest and then right under that George Clooney Batman and, and then George Clooney that's normally where I sacked him yes no, you're, dead, you're dead right so um, Deathstroke is of course bad guy mercenary for hire but he does have a daughter and she is just as much of a badass but she's also a lot different from her father in that she's both good and bad depending on certain situations Okay, a killer with a heart of gold, perhaps. Yeah, she gives the charity and then kills all the children. Like George Clooney Batman, of course. <laughs> exact same, the exact same. Um, so this week, um, as I said, we're doing Rose Wilson. The creators of the character were Marv Wolfman, who appears a lot in these lists, uh, Art Nichols and Will Blyberg. And so Rose's first appearance in comic books was in Deathstroke the Terminator in October of 1992. So she only appeared in the 90s. I'm obviously, I'm only going to be doing the new, uh, pre-new 52, so up to 2011 in this report. Okay. But um, as for her origin, so a few years after his divorce from Adeline Kane, Slade Wilson, the mercenary known as Deathstroke, are we all clear? Mer- also, Deathstroke, the Terminator, is his full name. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they gave him Deathstroke and they were like, let's make him cooler. The Terminator. What's something that could add a bit of edge to this character? <laughs> Deathstroke. <laughs> um, took a search and rescue mission under contract. Slade met a woman named Lillian Wirt. And, uh, a princess whose life fell in ruins after her kingdom was destroyed. Um, it was Slade's mission to bring Lily from war-torn Cambodia to Thailand, where she would have relative freedom. Now, although this mission was successful, during the journey, Slade and Lillian became lovers as well. They had a, you know, a few sl- side-eyes. Uh, Sorry, a bit of romance. I'm not sure what you're saying, Connor. <laughs> can you, can you lay it out clearly for me? I've never connected with another woman. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> they, they had a bit of hanky-panky. Hanky-panky. Is that one of the Teletubbies? I think that's sex. <laughs> All <other> right. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> Fill in the gaps. Just tone um, so, it down a bit, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> a bit outrageous. Slade and Lillian remained in, in contact, embarking on an on-off love affair whenever their paths crossed. During one of these affairs, Slade impregnated Lillian, who later gave birth to Rose Wirt. Now, Lillian kept Rose a secret from Slade, which you would... Rationalising that it was in the child's best interest to do so because she's thinking, well, her father is Deathstroke, the Terminator. It's probably not going to be the most balanced childhood for her. No, like Rose, the Terminator, would not do well at scouts. <laughs> no, like she's she's going along, like building a campfire, and they're just like, that's fucking Rose, the Terminator, and like a, a wild bear arrives, like I fucking got this, teeth her, her knife between her teeth, and she's five. 
She just goes full Rambo on the bear. <laughs> um, so Lillian eventually uh, moved to America and settled just outside New York. Now she established a brothel. So Lillian, not the best mother for the of the year so far herself. Well, look, she's got her own business. <laughs> she's got her interests, brothels, <laughs> and she lived in li- a life of luxury alongside um, Rose. Despite the environment, Rose was w- raised with other children her age and was schooled by private tutors for, for all of her life. She not only received a happy childhood, but was also taught how to defend herself from a very young age. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a very sensible way to raise a child, I would, I w- yeah. I would guess. Nothing can go wrong here. She's been ra- I, obviously she has a bit of a difficult past. Her father is death struck determined. Well, but of course, she's been protected from all of that, Sean. So yes, now she can move on. If I know anything from storytelling, she'll take this wealth of experience <laughs> and go forth to greener pastures in life to make a better now, world for herself and everyone. She, she now leads the UN. Is the end of this report? She's no. Angela Merkel. <laughs> <laughs> so when Slade was injured on um, on the lamb from the law, Lillian took him in. So Slade gets injured on a on a mission that's around New York, and he realizes Lillian is about to play. So she he goes and visits her, and she takes him in and nurses his wounds. It was at this time that Slade's butler Wintergreen met fourteen year old Rose Wirt and suspected immediately that Slade was her father. Because <laughs> she she turned up in this black and orange mask, it was weird. <laughs> Look at my Halloween costume, ma'am! Look what I did! I've killed several men! (laughs) (laughs) Um, But only for money. Um, Years later, Deathstroke's half-brother, Wade Lafarge, which is a fucking ridiculous name. Fucking Slade Wilson got lucky there, didn't he? (laughs) Slade Wilson is such a... How do you go... Slade Wilson, and he topped it with Deathstroke the Terminator, and your brother's called Wade Lafarge. The fucking bitch boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you're saying that, because Wade had a bit of a... I mean, he's a very aggressive man because he's called Wade Lafarge. And also, they couldn't call him Wade Wilson, by the way, if you see that Ah, logic. I see, I see, because Deadpool. Yeah, yes. And so he's Deathstroke's half-brother, and he was using the name Ravager. He was the third Ravager. And uh, he went on a full killing spree, trying to kill all of Deathstroke's friends and family. Um, right. So the, <laughs> the Farage discovered Rose. Uh, he discovered Rose and captured her. And as Ravager tortured Rose, he also revealed to her that Slade Wilson was her father. Meanwhile, Wintergreen, the butler from earlier, and Lillian, yeah. her mother, launched a rescue attempt. No sign of Deathstroke. He's not there. He doesn't give a shit. And do Wintergreen and uh, Lillian have any powers? Uh, no, but they're just nice people. Okay, they're going to use the, 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 the force of good that is just mm. being polite. And they're going well, to say, please, give our daughter back. <laughs> please, come on. Um, eventually, Lillian Winter- and Wintergreen reached her quarry in the snow-covered wilderness in the, in the mountains he took her. And to save her daughter, R- Lillian attempted to run over Ravager in a jeep. But Ooh. her jeep careened off a cliff and exploded. Lillian was presumed dead, and but her body was never recovered, Sean. Um, See, that's the thing about jeeps. They say all terrain, but yeah. they don't. That that doesn't cover air. For, it doesn't cover gravity, bastards. <laughs> the final terrain. <laughs> 
Um, so, so Wintergreen and Rose were Wintergreen eventually saved Rose, and they were able to elude Ravager and escaped. Slade thought it would be best if Rose had nothing to do with him, since he felt he brought about the death of both of his sons already. Fearing he, w- so he's a- he's already owned two for his Slade. <laughs> and now he is he's set up for the third, but his nerves are getting to him. <laughs> the pressure. He's under seen his name in lights, and he's shitting himself. Nah, come on, Slade, you can go three for three on causing your children's deaths. <laughs> what? What's another one? What is another one like? At, so the, at this point, <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to lose? <laughs> so, fearing you would not be a good father, that is under... I mean, very much, like, subtle. Subtle in their criticisms there, but really, a very large signal should be laying out, he's definitely not a good father. No, and take your child to work day is a different scenario in the Wilson household. I was going to bring him, but he died yesterday. It's another one! <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> Um, so fearing he would not be a good father he left Rose primarily in the care of Wintergreen who was prepared to adopt the girl Slade however had already made arrangements with Sarge Steele to place her in protective custody with the Teen Titans oh the superhero team the Teen Titans notoriously (laughs) notoriously uh, Deathstroke's biggest um, what's the antagonist he hates them yeah, so he was the he's, he was the bad guy in the TV show. I remember that much, mm. and he he's also knew- he's also um, Nightwing's biggest villain. He's like Nightwing's Joker. He's Nightwing's father, correct? <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing is now also dead in comics. <laughs> that's a, that's the safest way to kill off any superhero is have Deathstroke adopt them. And Jason Todd <laughs> adopted by Deathstroke. Not many Just people know that. Moments before the crowbar. <laughs> he signed the papers <laughs> while Joker was beating the shit out of him. He keeps trying to turn over a new leaf and be like, oh, I look after this young kid. <laughs> he comes skipping out of the courthouse like, yeah, I've got another kid. And he just answers the phone. What's that? Warehouse exploded. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh. Oh, Jesus. Okay, right. Fuck it. Huh? They're, they're not going to believe it. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he gets on to Sarge Steele who oversaw the group during this stage and he says he saw the potential in the young girl although he found her he also found her prone to be he also found her to be prone to violence and a bit unstable which makes sense because her mother remember has died <laughs> and her new her only leader is now Deathstroke that's not the best role model I would say uh, so, for an impressionable child so Rose Wilson, or Ravager, she joins... She's not Ravager at the minute, but she joins the Teen Titans. And during her pre- brief time with the team, Rose befriended many of the younger members of the team. Um, and during a, But during a training exercise with damage, Rose was injured and almost fell into a coma. As she was brought to the hospital, her metagene powers kicked in, Sean. She's a metahuman? Rose had an extensive precognitive vision where she saw her father's future. She appeared as an astral form, witnessing her de- witnessing Deathstroke's future unfold in front of her, in which she was fighting Hawkman. During this jod, Rose was able to project her astral form and inhabit the body of someone in the future, similar to her brother Jericho, who is also Deathstroke's son. He is still alive. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> so he's not completely without children left to have. I know. I actually. 
I'm I'm unsure. Did Jericho die at one stage? De- Jericho was part of the Judas contract storyline in the Teen Titans, and he's actually in the Titans TV show as well. Um, he's a mute. Okay. Where he can uh, travel into other people's bodies, and he was definitely good. So I think Deathstroke kind of dis- denounced him anyway. But it, it's interesting that Jericho, who is also has Slade, is just he's ejected himself with those powers. But weirdly, his children seem to carry that in their DNA. Interesting. So he would have passed it on, presumably. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's how they have it. That's cool. Um, so before Rose could explore these abilities further, she recovered at the hospital, thus ending her dream vision. So she kind of just got a sense and then it was gone. She just and grew so- out of it. She grew, no, she was like in the hospital in a coma. And then she had it and then she woke up and she was like, I don't know how to get that back. And so, still reeling over the death of her mother, Rose became sullen and somewhat reckless. Fellow Titan Donna Troy tried to reach out to her, but Rose rejected her because Rose thought Donna was a bit of a bitch, to be honest with you. I remember reading that. Um, Fellow Titan Impulse also developed a crush on Rose, but she was oblivious to his affections. Rose was not a Titan for very long. She eventually left the team to embark on her own, as she was like, no, I don't belong here yet. I need to figure out who I am. And so she goes to live with a lovely family called the Madison family, who are uh, one of her mother's friends. Now, Sean, I know what you're thinking. The Madison family, are they okay? Perfectly fine at the minute. R- uh, now, Connor, you've, yeah. you've, you've said something there that makes <gasps> me fear for the safety of the Madison family. Well, Rose has stayed with them. And sure, the only person that could come looking for her is, I mean, possibly Deathstroke. Possibly and Deathstroke. And maybe the other Ravager guy. Oh, it's not looking good for the Madisons. <laughs> so Rose was adopted by the Madison family. And she enjoyed a short period of normal life. <laughs> oh, see, again, there's the little caveats that make me worry. <laughs> Until she had an even longer period of normal life. No, that's not the next line. That's never the next, the next, line, next is, line. Until Wade the Farge showed up. And he killed off all of the Madisons and attempts oh. to collect a bounty that was on Rose's head. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, who set the bounty? Ah, Sean. Now, that is, oh. that is interesting. Oh. So, oh. so the, Wade the Farage kills off the Madisons and attempts to collect the bounty on Rose. The Teen Titans arrive. This is um, Teen Titans Volume 3, so like 2003 run. And this is probably one of my favourite versions of that team. It's Tim Drake is the Robin. Uh, you've got Wonder Girl, um, Cyborg. All, all the, all the favourites are there. Beast Boy all and Starfire. So, so they all turn up and they're like to stop him and protect Rose. But everyone gets gas. Like this, um, this gas canister gets thrown in. Everyone passes out. It turns out the gas was thrown in by one Mr. Deathstroke. <gasps> and Rose wakes to find herself in Deathstroke's lair where he offers to train her. And she accepts, but then immediately finds her first task, as Deathstroke stands to the side, is that she has to kill Wade the Farge right in front of Deathstroke. Um, and at first she's like, no, like I'm not a killer. And he's like, well, that's the only way I'm going to take you. And then she says, yeah. and so he hands her a gun, and she says no, and it's a really cool comic paddle, because she's like, no. And, he, and you see Deathstroke's face like, what do you mean no? And she hands him back the gun. She says, give me the sword. I want to make it slow. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, no. She's fallen. <laughs> yeah. She's fallen to the dark side. 
Um, and so she kills him without mercy and takes his name, Ravager. Little does she know, Sean, that Slade had has been slowly drugging her with the same serum that gives him powers. Oh no! Also, that's not, the, no- so say, that's not what a good father would do. No. Well, also, this next slide is not good because this is a question that you asked earlier on. Also unknown to Rose is that her father had hired Wade the Farge to kill her adoptive family in an attempt to draw her closer to him. Ah, it's all coming together now. <laughs> Deathstroke took the bounty out on his own daughter. <laughs> like a psychopath. Like a, like a Deathstroke. Like, like a The Terminator. <laughs> like a The Terminator indeed. And so... She is now fully like everyone that she loved is dead or has been killed in front of her, and she's like, "All I have is Deathstroke." So she has a lot of Stockholm syndrome currently. I mean, you would look. She's been through a lot. God help her. She's what sixteen at this time. She's sixteen. Yes. Yeah, that's that's. You know what? I can't say I would do any different if I was sixteen and in that position. Now, interestingly, along this same timeline, uh, Nightwing was actually, he had kind of given up being a hero. Uh, he had he'd kind of, um, he'd become disenfranchised by the whole thing in the comic books. It was like a run where Nightwing was like, I'm no longer Nightwing. You get that a lot in comic books where Spider-Man's like, Spider-Man no more kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. he was going through that with spell here. And so you see Ravager and she gets into a fight one night with Batgirl. Now, Batgirl at the time was played by Miss Cassandra Cain, who we have covered on this show, and Cassandra Cain is possibly... Actually, that list I did earlier on with Lady Shiva, Deathstroke, and Batman, I would put Cassandra Cain on that list also. Yeah, resident badass of DC Comics, uh, trained by the biggest killers in DC Comics. (laughs) Yes, and so uh, Cassandra Cain was Batman at the time, and so she drops down, she's like, I'm going to fuck up Batgirl. And, sorry, yeah, Cassandra Cain was Batgirl, I should say, not Batman. I was going to just let it slide. Yeah, so she drops down and she's like, I'm going to fight Batgirl. Batgirl kicks the shit out of her, which, I mean, no reflection on Rose. (laughs) Cassandra Cain's just a badass. And when she recovered, Deathstroke decides that she needs to be placed under the tutelage of somebody else. Because she's not ready yet. And he actually places her under the tutelage of Nightwing who leads Slade to believe that he has given up being a hero. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now she's under one of the good guys. But one of the disenfranchised good guys. So Slade thinks she's given it, giving her to a guy that, first of all, he knows Nightwing is a good, a good fighter because they've fought so many times. But secondly, the idea is, well, if he's disenfranchised and he's the best hero they have, he's the perfect person to be able to lead her further along in the dark side. Yeah, now, from what I know of Nightwing, he could be disenfranchised as all fuck. He's still not going to do the wrong thing. No. Like, on purpose. (laughs) But Slade doesn't realise that at the time. So Nightwing agrees to train Rose, while also teaching her the values, and then secretly decides that he's also going to teach her the values of heroism. (laughs) Right? On the the, the down low, like. And so... um, So Rose immediately begins to like Nightwing, because Nightwing treats her quite nicely, and actually talks to her like a human, whereas Deathstroke kind of beats the shit out of her if she does something wrong. Um, And so they they develop a quick bond, 
And there's, I think it's hinted that Rose has a bit of a crush on him, but like, she's 16, he's 27 or whatever, so I don't know. It was just a kind of, I think it's implied that she's like, oh, Nightwing is so great, he's so nice. That's true, and also, who doesn't have a crush on Nightwing? He's the who best. Doesn't? Little Dicky, as he is. So, um, uh, during, but in order to test Grayson's loyalty, Deathstroke immediately begins to think, I think Nightwing might be leading her along the wrong path. And in, in order to test Grayson's loyalty, Deathstroke replaces Rose's... Um, also, I will say this, I should have mentioned this, but um, Death, Deathstroke at one point is like, you're not loyal to me. And to basically get back at him, she rips out her own eye. She cuts out her own eye oh. to, prove, to prove how loyal she is to him. Because he, do- he, he, like, he lost an eye and it's the one thing he can't grow back, isn't that correct? Yes. And so she's like, I'm just like you, father. He's like, you're not strong enough. This is like during her teachings. And he's like, you're not strong enough. And so to prove how strong she is, she chops off her, chops out her own eye. That is ridiculous. Yeah. And so... That's, that's sorry, go. anything with eyes in, like, media really fucks with me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. It's not good at all. You hated Mission Impossible too. <laughs> Is that the one with the knife? Yeah, that's the one with the knife. Ah, oh, it's fucking awful. <laughs> and so, um, Deathstroke decides that to test Grayson's loyalty, he replaces Rose's missing eye with one card from Kryptonite and pits her and Nightwing against Superman in a fight. Fuck right? Me. So now he's like, Nightwing, you have to fight Superman. If you're really loyal to me and her, you have to fight her. You have to fight with her against Superman because Superman's going to kick the shit out of her if you don't join in. So you have to fight the good guy to protect, essentially, your friend at this point. Yes, exactly. And so Rose attempts to kill Superman, but Nightwing uses Superman's concern for safety of not only the bystanders, but Rose herself as her final lesson on on heroism. And so he's like, he's using the fight. Deathstroke at this point still thinks he's in charge, but Nightwing is like still using this fight to be like, see, Superman's not killing you. He could easily kill you, but we're trying to work, help you. And she's still full of anger. And so she has like a kryptonite eye and she's fully trying to kill Superman. Jesus. <laughs> um, Nightwing then agrees with Deathstroke to stay away from Rose on the condition that Bloodhaven remained off limits to the latest incarnation of a group called the Secret Society of which Slade is a charter member. And so Nightwing's like, right, I'll leave your daughter alone because I'm clearly making her realise that you're not the nicest man in the world. And and he's like, I'll leave her alone, but you have to leave Bloodhaven alone, which Bloodhaven is Nightwing's city. Yeah, and and has enough problems of its own. Enough problems of its own, yeah. So Slade is like, okay, fair enough. I'll leave it off and I'll take my daughter back and I'll continue brainwashing her. <clears throat> so following the bombing of Bloodhaven on Deathstroke's orders oh, no. in, in a crisis, Nightwing returns immediately and informs Rose that she's like, no, he did it for the right reasons. Like, he would never betray you or me. Like, he must have had his reasons. He's always right. And he just very quietly turns around and, and sa- informs Rose that the kryptonite her father implanted in her eye socket to fight Superman that long ago and that's still there is not just a danger to the Kryptonians, but is also lethal to humans under extended periods of prolonged exposure. Yeah, and right next to your brain as well. Right right next to your brain. So he very quite she's like coming at him with anger and he's very quietly just like do you not realise that the guy you think is amazing has stuck in... He's like... He's after sticking a time bomb in your brain. 
and is going to just give you serious illness very soon. It's like it's so radioactive. We can't stress this enough. <laughs> it's like it's green. That should be all you need to know. Why is it in your face? Don't put anything green in your face. That's what I've always gone off. Unless it's like spinach. <laughs> and you need a load of that because it boils down, Sean. Oh, you end the, up with the, the bag, there's nothing in it. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, he's just like, you need to um, you need to leave because he's trying to kill you. He doesn't give a shit about you. He's just using you to try and kill shit. And so she realises this and she's enraged and heartbroken that her father would endanger her life. And emboldened by Nightwing's tutelage, Rose breaks all ties with her father and runs away. Okay, the grown-up thing to do. The grown-up thing to do. But since that time, Rose has broken away from her father's control with some help from her mentor. But also a nice thing that happens after this is that Rose... After the serum, of course, ran its course inside her, that Deathstroke was injecting her, she returns to sanity, and she was actually granted membership back to the Teen Titans at the request of Nightwing. And so Nightwing asked Tim Drake to do him a favour. Oh, you've said this to me before, that, like, he's not a member of the Teen Titans, because he's, you know, a grown man now, but, like, he has so much sway with them, because he's, like, the old guard. And he's, like, the leader. He's still the leader. So if he shows up, everyone still listens to him. That's cool. And so he's still like, no, no, trust me, she's good. Yeah, and Tim Drake's like, she's not, she's clearly not right in the head. And Nightwing's like, I vouch for her. She's pretty good. And now Nightwing has done that with Damian Wayne as well in the New 52. So he's like, I vouch for them. And if something goes wrong, you can blame me. But right now, I think that they're on the way up and there's good in them. Okay, and that, sometimes that's all people need to hear as well. Hmm. That someone and- believes in them. <laughs> And so, once a dangerous and unstable adversary, it may be some time before, obviously, all of her teammates fight, fully trust her, But uh, and she initially clashed with Wonder Girl as well, but um, at the end of it, I think she did start to slowly fit in. Now, they didn't really trust her fully. It wasn't until um, Rose got to show where her loyalty stood when the Titans Tower got breached by a group called the Terror Titans, which, I mean, it's just a different type of Titans. And, I mean, imitation is uh, the sincerest form of flattery. <laughs> and they turned up to the Titans Tower and Rose was the only one there. And Ravager would not go down without a fight. So, showing great display of heart and fighting ability, Ravager was able to hold the whole group off long enough for Wendy Harris and Marvin White, who work in the Titans Tower, to get out before it blew up. Jesus. Yeah. So she fucking put her life properly put her life on the line. Yeah, and so she shows there that she is good. Um, and I'll finish with this because there's a story called Death Trap. And this is kind of where uh, she leaves the Titans, but it's not in a bad way. Because uh, there's a story called Death Trap in which Jericho, the brother I mentioned a long time ago, he's blinded. Like, both of his eyes get ripped out, right? Right. And so, after the events of Death Trap, Rose returns to the Titans Tower with the rest of the gang. Um, And obviously this was really controversial with the members of the Titans, being that Rose is still such a loose cannon at the time. And... Some of them really wanted her to stick around, but Rose continued to feel as if she wasn't wanted. She wasn't entirely sure what she wanted either. She went through her three options. She either could track down Deathstroke, take care of her blind brother, or stick with the Titans. They were her three options. And she and Wonder Girl were still fighting, and uh, at the time she didn't know what what she wanted. So at this point I think she has left the Titans. 
to be like, I need to find out who I am before I can join this team again. Because I'm always trying to listen to whether it's my mom or whether it's Deathstroke or Nightwing, no matter how nice he is, or now in Power of the Titans, I need to figure out who I am just by myself. That makes a lot of sense. Like, she's just been kind of going from place to place ever since... Um, ever since, I suppose, she killed Ravager and Deathstroke just kind of handed her around for a while. Yeah. So now she's made um, a decision for herself. Before my powers and abilities, by the way, I have two quick pieces of trivia. And one is Rose has once had a com- brief conversation with Miss Martian before running off. And Miss Martian declared that Rose was too complicated to be pegged as good or evil. Which oh. is just, a, it's an interesting, like Miss Martian could read everyone's mind. So she was like, you're too complicated to be pegged as one or the other. Jesus. Yeah. And, and is that the only person she's ever done that for? Uh, it's not said if, but it'd probably be one of very, very few that could not be brought down on one side or the other. Miss Martian is, like, she can read all of your thoughts, and even which implies to me that Rose doesn't even know if she's good or evil. Right, okay. Dude. And also, she has entered herself in um, a competition, a tournament called the Dark Side Tournament, which is a fighting tournament, uh, with that's held held by loads of bad guys. They all get together and they they all fight each other. And she joined that tournament and has won it repeatedly, but she refuses to kill anyone, suggesting that she isn't as ba- all as bad as everyone thinks to, wants to think that she is. Okay, so she like, but the thing is, in that tournament, she could kill everyone if she wanted oh, to. Y- Oh yes, she could absolutely kill, but she has specifically chosen, she's in like a fighting cage with loads of killers and she doesn't kill any of them. Interesting. Also, she's properly true neutral, like. Yeah, like, fully, she's Switzerland, that is who she is. Okay, I'm with you now, perfect. (laughs) And so, powers and abilities, she has precognition, Um, she's sometimes able to use her precognition, pre pre not Precognitive? Oh no, I've got this wrong. Pre- I got it wrong. <coughs> Go on, please. Precognitive. Thank you. Ability <laughs> to see her opponent's next moves. Although her visions come and go, mainly it appears to manifest when her adrenaline is running. So she can see uh, her opponent's next moves. Which, by itself, is an absolutely badass skill to have. But what if I told you that her attributes are also enhanced because of the serum that Slade gave her? Holy shit. So, so she's got super strength, speed, reflexes, durability, healing, etc. They pass all of peak. So she's got all of Deathstroke's powers, along with the ability to see her opponent's next moves, which he does not have. That is... Oh, so this is when you said at the start that she could surpass Deathstroke. Yes. Like, she really properly could, couldn't she? Oh, and, she, and she's been trained by Deathstroke and Nightwing, so she's full neutral in her training as well. <laughs> and they, oh, and it's so much more, because they've fought each other so many times. <laughs> yeah, and they're the both sides of the kite. It's like she was trained like, oh, by Batman and Joker. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, obviously, unarmed combat, she's an expert and a, and a weapons master. So she's a complete weapons master. She has all of Deathstroke's powers, other and and more. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and I've, like, and presumably a lot of this has been ruined because of the new, new 52. Um, 
in terms of ruined, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I think she still has some powers in the current continuity, but it doesn't take an adrenaline rush to trigger it. Sometimes maybe it's not as strong. They can't. They haven't fully nerfed her yet, but I'm sure before the new Fifty Two, she definitely was like so powerful. Yeah, like a, a threat to anyone. Yeah, right. and that's why they wanted her to be like the Titans were trying so hard to get her to join them because if she's on the other side, you are fucked. <laughs> That's true. It's like fighting your worst enemy twice at that point. Yeah. So, yes. And I mean, I just love the idea that, like, she's as skilled as Deathstroke, but she also can see into the future, so she knows your next moves. Before you even know him, probably. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think of. Uh, I was going to say Wade Wilson. What do you think of Rose Wilson or Ravager? Uh, she seems like a straight badass that I've not heard anything about before. She is also, uh, my other tiny bit of trivia is that she's constantly trying to fight Cassandra Cain <laughs> again, because it really annoys her that she lost that one oh, time. she wants to, like, at least even the score. She's also challenged um, a, a literal god. Big Barda is another hero in DC, and she's, a, she's basically a god, and Rose has asked her multiple times to fight her, because she doesn't give a shit. Right, okay, and do, does she accept? It hasn't gone through, because Big Barda just keeps laughing at her. <laughs> She's like, oh, you're, you're, not only are you're, you human, you're a child. <laughs> you're, you're, like, you're like 17, if we're going to go by it. And I know you're ultimately so powerful, but you're like 17. At least wait a few years. Yeah, at least make it so I'm not a child killer at the end of this. <laughs> yeah, so that is Rose Wilson, Sean. What a fucking amazing character. Mm. like she's like in many ways she might be more powerful than Deathstroke one day she's also more nuanced than Deathstroke in a lot of ways because Deathstroke comes from a time in comics where a backstory could just be ah he was a mercenary and he injected himself with some stuff but Uh, sorry she also also has only one eye now which is is also she she has to just have yeah, and it probably always reminds her of her father as well. And, like, who he is and what he does. And what he did to her. Yeah. Oh, man. V- vaguely tragic, the story of Rose Wilson. Vaguely tragic. That's why she's such a good character, because I think she's the most neutral. Like, there's probably a few very neutral characters. She's one of them that, like, depending on the story... You hear the term anti-hero a lot, but depending on the story, she could go either side. It really depends on how she feels about a certain situation. Yeah, like she, it is down to what she judges to be kind of what she wants to do at that time. Yeah, and you, and you couldn't tell her to do something else because she would just fuck you up. Oh yeah, try and make her do something she doesn't want to do. <laughs> She'll chop out your eyes. And and then replace him with kryptonite, slowly poisoning you. <laughs> I still can't get over how they just let that happen. <laughs> um, do you want to take us out, Sean? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. A uh, big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast, or there's a link to that in the description. We've been saying it all week, but be sure to tune in on Movie Mondays because we do have an exciting Patreon announcement coming up for the Christmas and festive season. Um, 
We're also on all of the social medias. They're all linked down below. Uh, or you can email us here's for hire underscore at outlook.com. But we ask two things of you uh, for the coming week. One um, is to leave a review or a like on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And the second is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. Please, please, please. We're simple men. Uh, Very simple men. Um, (laughs) I can't say precognitive. Uh, Wait, I, no, I did! Oh, Connor, it's a Christmas miracle! <laughs> Damn it, when the report is over! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think that's about it, Connor. Yeah, so I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.